Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. How's everybody doing? It is Wednesday. Uh, the weeks are flying by. I hope everybody is enjoying the summer. Yes, we're in summer, and my goodness, it's July tomorrow. Crazy stuff. They always say as you get older, time will go faster, and now I realize that is a true fact. <laughs> so I want to talk today about challenging yourself, and I know we speak about that a lot, but I want to talk about challenging yourself, why you challenge yourself. And I read a great little I don't know if you would say quote from a gal that I follow on Instagram, Katie Taddy, shout out to her. And she said, sometimes taking the challenge is the only way to figure out what you're capable of. Take the risk. The reward is often so worth it. And that's really interesting. It hit me, hit me the right way. Uh, as the kids say, it hit me some sort of way. <laughs> this morning. God, I sound old today. Anyway, and I thought about that. Now, again, put it in perspective. I don't mean do something completely insane like, now I'm going to walk a tightrope across the Grand Canyon. Have you ever seen those people who do that? A couple years ago, someone did that on TV. I mean, I get it. That's what they do. They've done it their whole life. That's what they train for. But that is some crazy stuff. I don't mean that. I just mean in your own life, pushing yourself and challenging yourself, taking the risk, it really is worth the payoff. And here's the interesting thing. It's not just worth the payoff for the goal that you finish or the fruits of your labor coming to fruition, but it's proving to yourself that you can actually do it. And when I read that post from Katie Taddy on Instagram today, it made me think of something I did, oh gosh, now, five years ago, four years ago, something like that. Again, time flying. I had a, a pretty big practice here in Simi Valley and lots of employees and way too much overhead. Um, and I eventually had to shut it down. And it was eh, devastating. And of course, loss of income and loss of jobs for myself and my staff. And it was extremely stressful. And Heartbreaking, all that stuff. So I had to close it down. Thank goodness I was able to and, you know, not uh, owe millions of dollars or anything like that. But I got out of it. So I took some time off. And part of my time off, my mother, Gladys, was still alive in New Jersey. And let's just say she was living in my grandmother's house that she had inherited. It's over 100 years old, haunted as all get out. And the bathrooms are an attachment on the back of the house because when my mother was in high school, she had an outhouse. I kid you not. <laughs> this is New Jersey, 45 minutes from New York City. Anyway, let's just say the house was pretty much in shambles and she was living, I would say, in squalor, even though she made good money, she was a teacher, she had a good retirement, you know, she didn't have a lot of expenses. So my goal was I am going to go to her and I am going to at least fix up the house. Um, 
not me personally, but hire people and try to do it on a budget, spend as little money as possible. If you know me, that's one thing I love. <laughs> I was just talking to my girlfriend Sue about that this morning and make it livable for her, make it nice and also make it safe because she was getting older. So I had a couple of options. I knew I was going to be there for several weeks. I had my dog. I did not want to leave my dog. So I could fly, right? And my mom had a car. I could use her car. Or I could take my Toyota 4Runner. God, I love that car. And drive cross country. Now, I have driven cross country, fun fact, I think five or six times in my life several times with other friends, but a few times by myself. Now, those were only from when I went to school in Iowa. So Iowa to New Jersey and back. I did that a few times myself. And, you know, there's something about driving cross country when you're younger. <laughs> it's a lot easier. You can stay up long, longer. You can stay awake longer. You can focus better. You can just do crazy amount of miles in a day. But when you get older, it's a little more difficult. And dare I say, you know, at nighttime when I'm driving, even though my eyes are very good still, it's just not the same. Driving at night is a little unnerving. So with all of that, I decided to drive cross country. Now, one can say I was crazy. Okay, I'll get it. But you know what the biggest reason was that I drove by myself? Was because I wanted to see if I could still do it. So that's what we're talking about today. Now, I did have a few friends say one of them was going to go with me one way. One of them was going to fly to New Jersey and come back with me. And for several reasons, that just didn't happen. And that was fine. I was going anyway. But I wanted to prove to myself, I wanted to prove I could still do it for whatever that means. And it meant a lot to me. It meant that I was still independent. I was living alone. I was taking care of myself. No problem. I was actually, um, you know, excited, but a little nervous. And I also wanted to show myself that I had the stamina, that I could do something by myself because potentially I was going to be by myself for the rest of my life and I had to prepare for that. So if you see what I mean, it meant a lot more than just driving a car from California to New Jersey. Now, of course, I had to throw in uh, another crazy uh, adventure in there, and it was just timing. That week, I was leaving on Saturday, uh, the following Saturday, my cousin, Sharon, Sharon Lasko, shout out to you, was getting married, and I was invited to the wedding. Now, it's my first cousin's daughter. I used to babysit her. Oh, my goodness. And I was so thrilled I was invited, and I don't get to do a lot of those big family functions that happen back east with my back east family because I live here. So I was thrilled and it was going to be my mom and I and we were going to go to the wedding and it was just going to be like a family reunion. So I really wanted to make it. Well, the weekend before, my friend Angie and I, the runner, we had a marathon <laughs> to run and it was a Sunday. So I thought, okay, we run the marathon, and if I leave Sunday, in four days, I could be there by Friday. Oh, and I did want to shoot up to Chicago, <laughs> little detour, <laughs> to visit my dear friends Jen and Pete and their daughter Madeline up in Chicago area because I miss them. So, of course, I was going to do this. Now that I had committed, 
I had to prove it to myself. So I went ahead and I booked hotel rooms where I thought, one, they'd be less expensive, but two, where I'd be along the way that was doable. And that first day, I think, was the worst. Uh, We ran the marathon. It was a very rough marathon. I, unfortunately, if you've done big races, I chafed a lot. So I was very uncomfortable. And from California, I made it the first night to Flagstaff, Arizona. It was about eh, eight hours. And it was after a marathon. (laughs) And I was white knuckling it at the end, but I made it. And I was able to go up and visit my friends, Jen and Peter and Maddie up in Chicago. And I made it to New Jersey on Friday. And it was such a celebration when I walked in the door and saw my mom. And we were able to go to the wedding and all that stuff. And I ended up spending five weeks with her, getting her house done, throwing out everything she owned. Shout out to all my cousins and my family that helped me. It was just a great time. But I came away from it that I could still do it. Now, I'll be honest with you, that was four years ago. If you told me to do it today, I don't know if I need to anymore. Do you see what I mean? I've already proven it to myself. And now that I'm married with Larry, (laughs) I would go with him. So it's just interesting. It meant so much to me to push myself and to really prove to myself I could still do it. So that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to look at, again, they can be small challenges, but look at something you can push yourself a little bit and prove to yourself, not just that you can actually do the challenge, but those deeper meanings, what that means to you. Like for me, it meant I was still independent, that I could still take care of myself, that I could do things by myself, that I didn't need someone per se. I love help, but that in a pinch, I could do it myself. And again, it could be something small. Like if you work out with weights, I tend to use five and 10 pounds. Don't judge. Hey, I'm not a bodybuilder, but sometimes I'll use a 10 pound where normally I use a five pound just to push myself a little bit to show, yes, I am strong. So it can be something very small like that. And dare I say, make it fun. For me, it was fun. It was a lot of fun to drive through the country, hang out with my dog, see all sorts of stuff through the country. Unfortunately, I didn't stop and do a lot of things because I thought it was pretty prudent as a single female to not do that stuff because you never know what's going on in the world to keep it pretty mellow. But just looking outside my window and going past the St. Louis Arch and passing Chicago skyline, it was pretty cool. So challenge yourself, but look at the deeper meaning to your challenge. And you'll come out on the other side, not just triumphant because you finished the goal, but all those deeper meanings will mean so much more. It will be so sweet. So think about that. Challenge yourself. Find out those deeper meanings and have a great rest of the week. Until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the 5 Degrees to Your Future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.